It's the True Penny Show with your host, James True Penny. Hello and welcome to the Super Show. My name is James Trupenny. This is my show. And today we are back with you after a week. We missed away because I had to move house and we couldn't get podcast recorded in time and all sorts of shit happened. But we are back with you. It is all good. And we are back with New Japan Pro Wrestling at Power Struggle, the finals of the Super J Tag League, and some various other bits and pieces. We've got San Jose, showdown in San Jose as well, uh, or Kevin Kelly and Tiger Hattori, along with Rocky Romero on commentary, for an interesting house show to talk about. And will you mm-hmm. please welcome mm-hmm. Empress Ashley of your Indie Empire magazine to come and discuss this with me. How are you, Mom? I'm good. I'm great. Um Interesting tour. Uh, we just started um, World Tag League, so I'm a little bit still. I'm well, I'm a little bit groggy still, but other than that, we good. I I'm gonna have to miss World Tag League because I do most years because I get snowed under with Christmas concert work, and we end up the review of the year shows coming up in December. It takes a bit of preparation to do that. Plus, we've got things happening at the Empire Magazine which we need to be part of, and various other publications I work for we need to deal with too. So yeah. World Tag League tends to take a bit of a burden. We'll see what we can cover. We'll try and cover World Tag League final and catch it. But let us talk about Power Struggle, which was at the Edion Arena in Osaka, Osaka Joe Hall, as we all like to call it. Uh, mm-hmm. The opening match started with Clark Connors, Dive Dan, uh, TJP, Polydor Jr. They defeated Jushin Thunder, Liger, Yuki Tag, Master Nue, Uemura, five minutes and 43 seconds. Some of the best junior heavyweights in the world and TJP. What are your thoughts on this matchup, actually? Um, let's see. There's, well, Clark, um, Connors, and TJP have been teaming throughout most of Power Struggle. Um, I mean, the match was only about five minutes, five to six minutes. Still a very, very good match. I mean, anything with pretty much Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask is always good. So let's face it. Let's let's call it what it is. But um, let's see. You have some guys from CMLL there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's some really good junior heavyweights. Um, along with, uh, I think Clark Connors is probably going to be one of the most successful young lions to come out of that dojo, and that's my opinion. No, I don't completely agree with you. Iu Mora as well is on another planet as far as the Japanese guys is concerned. Yeah, such a young lions at the minute. You got yeah, Clark, Connors, Al Fredericks, Uemura. Um, uh, well, Kuwato has just gone off to Japan, hasn't he? Uh, to to Los Angeles to start his um, his excursion. Yeah, Shooter Imino, such good depth of talent for the future in Japan pro wrestling. Yeah, we've got a lot of good young lions this year. Um, you know, it's very. I mean, it's very hard to see them not being successful. I think um, Carl Fredericks is going to do very very well. Um. You know, I probably see maybe somewhere down the line, maybe he'll be a future IWGP heavyweight champion somewhere in his future. So, yeah. We good. We move on to a tag team match involving Robbie Eagles and Rocky Romero. They went down to Taiji Ishimori and El Fantasmo in eight minutes and 42 seconds. It was a very fun match, a kind of mix and match with uh, the coach's team of Rocky Romero. Tagging with his chaos partner, Robbie Eagles, who, of course, is of Birds of Prey. So it wasn't going to be a kind of like the classical rematch because Will Ospreay had other business on the particular card. But your mm-hmm. IWGP Junior Great Tag Team Champion, 
think Guiltworth of this particularly put together team. I've got to say, Rocky Romero's looking good. He doesn't wrestle as much as he used to, and I think that helps. <laughs> he just looks settled. And of course, there was your Amore, Mr. Fantasmo. Uh, what are your thoughts on this matchup? Um, it's it was really good in my opinion. It was very fun. It wasn't necessarily really good. Um, I mean, it wasn't amazing from you know us here at Bullet Club, but it was still you know very good on our end. Um, I don't necessarily agree, you know, with a lot of the reviews with it. Um, and you're right, Rocky hasn't been wrestling as much, so it was no surprise that um, you guys at Chaos were going to lose. I mean. That's what you do. Y'all lose against us all the time. But let's talk about um, Taiji, how great he looked out there. Yes, yes, he did. Uh, the washboard abs and the stoic uh, expression do him very well. You're not talking about ELP today? I mean, I could talk about him. I could talk about him all day. Do you want to spread it out, though, over the over this I want to spread it out because it's just, you know, it's a lot. Because it, a lot happened this particular night of Power Struggle, so I'm just saving it. Spreading the wolf. But uh, match, let's see. We're looking about less than nine minutes. Um, I mean, Eagles wasn't good enough to be with us, so therefore he's just not good enough to be with y'all. So, I mean, that's all I can say. Um, no, I just... I, I mean, I'm still a little bit hurt, you know, by his betrayal. Hey? <laughs> I uh -oh. believe it was him that got me up by El Fantasma and Taiji Murray. It wasn't so much betrayal as uh, picked out on his ear by uh, the newbie. Look, he had his opportunity and, you know, we could have been, you know, hey, things, there were other possibilities for Robbie, but you know what? He just doesn't seem to get the point and he just does not want to work with us. So um, in our opinion, you know, we, we don't acknowledge him. He's dead in our end. So there. He, yes, he has. You know. Honor and uh, integrity. And Moving the fact on. Of matter, no, no, no. For the fact of the matter is, we were supposed to be in the finals, okay? We had 10 points, and also, we're the champions, so we should have automatically won. Right. Um, you know, you know, you know this thing, the reason why Bullet Club are hated because they're a bunch of Gaijins who believe that everything's handed to the other guys on the plate. Um, it is handed. Think, if you think that it should be handed to you on the plate, that just no we had we had 10 points okay it's basic math and we all know who messed that up in the back because it doesn't make sense that we have 10 points and then two other teams have 10 points okay it makes perfect sense that's why we have a tiebreaker system which you were on the losing end of come see come sa. no you no we're the we're the champions therefore we should win automatically and that tiebreaker and suzuki gunner in the final anyway let us move on to happier times. Well, when I say happier times, it involves Insight from Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. So it's not going to be happy for anyone, really, is it? Uh, Lozik Narabe's evil Sonata and Shingo Takage did defeat the big bad monsters of Suzuki Gun in nine minutes and seven seconds. Kind of an odd one, because no one's really kind of feuding with anyone. But I see the inkling of a feud between Shingo Takagi and Minoru Suzuki, which I would quite like to see, because that could be quite special. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr., British heavyweight champion, looking for an opponent. It looks like it's going to be Sonada, as he was the one who lost the fall to Sonada. And that could be a bit of a Wrestle Kingdom uh, show stealer, I think. The Rev Pro British heavyweight, undisputed British heavyweight championship being defended at your Wrestle Kingdom against Sonada, who is one of the most popular wrestlers on the roster. 
uh, and a very good-looking young man, as is Zack Sabre Jr. In fact, all of these are handsome in their own way. Your thoughts, actually? I mean, if you think they're handsome in their own way, by all means, James. Um, <laughs> um, I, I really was like, let's see, I was really going for Suzuki Gun during this time. Uh, I, I, you know what, honestly, I just don't care for LIJ. So I was a little disappointed, especially with, you know, you had Suzuki there, you had Zack Sabre Jr., you had Lance Archer there. There was no reason why they should have lost that. So, I mean, that was, uh, what, nine minutes? Yeah. That total match, nine minutes. So I was a little bit disappointed by that. Shot pinfall for Sonata to take the win and kind of like stakes his claim in what could be an absolute belter. With Zack Sabre Jr. at Wrestle Kingdom, though. Uh, next match was Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi, the IWGP challenger for the Wrestle Kingdom title shot, defeated Kazuchika Okada and Yoshihashi 10 minutes and 51 seconds. Um, Yoshihashi on your receiving end there from a Kota Ibushi pinfall attempt, though Yoshihashi looked excellent in this match. He carried a lot of it. Kazuchika Okada is, you know, Kazuchika freaking Okada, and Hiroshi Tanahashi was. All singing, all dancing. He's, he, I've noticed he's doing the thing Kabashi used to do of walking really slowly to the ring. And then he gets about three minutes into the match and he's kind of loosened up and everything goes again, which is worrying for me. <laughs> but um, I'm sure he'll be okay, I hope, in the long run. But yeah, um, having said that, you know, I've seen Kobayashi hanging around at uh, Cards and Noah this week and he looked pretty healthy and healthy. So, you know, stopping wrestling does help. Uh, yeah, this was a bit of a corker. And uh, you. Cage match guys give it 5.38. Kind of forwards the story of getting Okada and Debushi more closely together. And Ibushi is very over at the moment. Your thoughts, Ash? No, I agree with you on that. Um, let's see, 10 minutes, 51 seconds. Um, cage match gave it a 5.38. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree as far as with that review, only because let's just call it what it is you're you're absolutely right it was just to further progress the storytelling of abushi and okada leading up to wrestle kingdom for one of the nights and wrestle kingdom lord knows what the hell's gonna happen because we have no <laughs> idea this is the year that oh. we actually cannot predict what can happen well we do know that kazuchi okada will wrestle coach abushi but there is rumors that the iwgp heavyweight champion will challenge the intercontinental champion on the 5th of January, because Wrestle Kingdom is a two-day affair, with New Year's Dash being on the 6th. So the I whole rest it's, it's three days. Three days uh, of wrestling. New Japan. Three days of New Japan for us. Yes, as traditional, the Never Open Weight six-man title will be defended on New Year's Dash, and it will probably be defended on this. There'll be belts coming out from all over the place. Seam mm -hmm. will have a title defensive. Stardom will have a guest title match. Ring of Honor will have to put somebody up. Rev Pro will do something. It's going to be people all over. I'm waiting for a 15-man aside elimination tornado match involving CMLL versus Ring of Honor versus New Japan Pro Wrestling with, with uh, Session Moth Martin as referee. Um, that'd be my perfect opener, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like three we days of New Japan, and what are we going to do at the True Penny show? <laughs> well, well, we'll figure it out. I think, well, you see, the, the trouble is, right, this year for Wrestle Kingdom, Normally, it's Christmas holidays. I'm off work. I get the house to myself because Sophie's gone to work. I can sit and enjoy it. Last year, <laughs> Nat West had to apologize to me for interrupting. They actually did that. If you go back on my Twitter 
speed, you can say Nat West called me during um, Wrestle Kingdom, and Nat, I apologize. I, I said, can't get through this evening without Nat West mindering me about stuff. And they actually apologized and said, we hope Rainmaker wins just for you. That's a whole bank thought that Rainmaker win. I'd like to point that out. Literally, money in the bank, the Rainmaker. Anyway, um, <laughs> he didn't. But there you uh, go. Um, I, just, I just have no predictions for Wrestle Kingdom this year. I usually like to, and you know that I do. Yes. Um, Jesus. <laughs> I'm just like looking at every card and going, I, I don't exactly know what's going to happen. And I'm a, I'm a little worried and I'm a little excited all at the same time. Um, but let's see. A uh, decent match, you know, we had, let's see, we had Yoshi in there. We had Tanahashi there. So that was automatically going to be pretty decent. Um, everyone seems, to, I, the only thing I don't really, that I didn't agree with is necessarily, even though I know it's necessary for, to further the storyline. Mm. Um, everyone seems to take away from the match because Jericho returning um, yeah. to challenge um, Tanahashi. For Wrestle Kingdom, so I, I feel like everyone seemed to more or less forget completely about the match. Yeah, this is an, an annoyance, to be honest with you. Honest to God, I flicked through that and I didn't realize that happened until after I'd watched it. <laughs> yeah, it, it did, and... I, I mean, it's nothing wrong with Chris Jericho. I, I'm just over Chris Jericho. It's it's fine. There, oh, he does his thing, but it's just like... Uh... Yeah, sorry, Carol. No, no, I was, I was just going to pretty much say the same thing. There's nothing wrong with Chris Jericho, but uh, can we fucking move on in New Japan already? Jesus fucking Christ. I'm just <laughs> waiting for his contract to end or his... I'm not even sure what type of contract he has because that's oh, how yes. little I fucking care. I think he has one or two nights a year and they'll, they'll, they'll put him through. And, you know, he's handy. He's good for the Western drawing. You know, there's, there is no doubt that the matches with Kenny Omega that he had helped New Japan establish themselves in North America absolutely true however i think we're beyond the need for him now let him go to what happened doing good things there for them yeah i mean we have more than enough westerners we you know we have our own stars i mean it's just completely not needed and yeah, I'm, I'm over it, it it goes back to what i was been saying with most chapter events Spindler early in the year is like new japan uh, i think they forget that people want to watch new japan for new japan stuff they don't Ex- exactly. Oh. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to believe. Okay, if Jericho wins that match, by all means, because we know that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. But statistically, you know, visually, you've got fucking Jack Daniels over there and you got Tanahashi. Yeah. So you, yeah. what? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Tana's side on that. I am. Yeah. And that, you know what, I, I may be biased because I like Tanahashi. I think no, he's I, a fantastic individual. Yeah. And he, but he saved New Japan Pro Wrestling from the doldrums. Him and, him and Nakamura, the guys that put it on the map for Ricardo to take it to the places he's gone with it. And you can't deny that. And I, I won't deny it either. No, I, I and, and it's he is the foundation wrestler of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And yes, it is a great three matchup. But I think I've just had too much Jericho to care. And there's too much other stuff on this card I actually care about. Like, yeah. you know, it's Ibushi versus Okada is a far bigger match than Jericho Tanahashi will ever be to me. But that's, and it's a, and it's a bit like Ben said as well. He, he made the good point of people want to watch New Japan for New Japan stuff. And that's what gets them the draw. 
but it's also the thing stopping them to going to a wider audience in North America because if you don't have the Americans, you don't get the connection with the audience in North America, which I can see. But it is just like I also don't want it to become this gentrified professional wrestling company like WWE has become. There's nothing wrong with WWE if that's your thing and you're a fan of it. That's just it's not my cup of tea. But you know, there is a reason why I dislike it is because it's kind of like this mishmash of everything rather than yeah. Specific house style or a specific approach to professional wrestling, and you know it's and that's that's the thing. That's the reason why we all love wrestling. Is very different wrestling companies. If you want like state of the art production with straight up wrestling, AEW. If you want old fashioned storytelling with the NWA. If you want pure athleticism, oh. Japan Pro Wrestling. You've got options. That's yeah, there's the- so many options. You don't, ha- and I don't think people understand is you do not have to watch everything. Pick what no. your preference is. And if you like it, you like it. Make the decision on your own. Don't make a decision based on a fucking bullshit rating like this one. Three, yes. three and a quarter stars. Three and a quarter. Like, where, where the fuck did the quarter come from? Let's just round it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just want people to make the decision for themselves. And that's just my opinion. If you like yeah. it, you like it. You don't, you don't. And NWA, my, my opinion, it, it's... It's unique because it's kind of, you know, it's pretty retro. We hadn't seen it in a long time. Yeah. And, and it's easily enjoyable, you know. And yeah. they have probably one of the best champions in the world, in my opinion. One of the best. Yeah. So. And if you, if you liked Impact Wrestling three years ago, you'll like this. Because essentially it's the same booking team and the same crew. <laughs> yeah, just, without, a, just a different creati- style. Yeah, without any creative, con- creative conditions. They can do what they like. And it's very, very good. Anyway, let us move on to the next match, which was Tetsuya Nato defeating Tai Chi. God, in 12 minutes and 56 seconds <laughs> of Tai Chi having his ass handed to him. I haven't enjoyed a wrestling match this much in quite some time. <laughs> 6.83, that's the highest Tai Chi's ever going to do in a rating system. <laughs> and let's be honest, 5.83 of that was Nato. <laughs> Time out, let's be honest, six points of it. Was NATO? I, I'm. You know, people will know that I'm not the biggest Tetsuya NATO fan of the world, but this was brilliant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tai Chi, yeah. dangerous team brought the violence out in Tetsuya NATO, and uh, it was quite the thing to behold. He, he beat and I loved it. It was very good. Special singles match that puts Tai Chi back in his box from this double championship malarkey you're talking about. Now in sun, no. <laughs> we'll you just liked. You just liked it because um, Tai Chi got his ass handed to him. And that whole yeah. 12 minutes, 13 minutes, 12 minutes, yeah. 50 something seconds. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's 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 what I want to see in a Tai Chi match. Him getting his head kicked in. Um, completely. Well, not off subject, but I was, you know, going through like the New Japan archive, and I mm-hmm. watched this really, really old match with Tai Chi and Devitt. That man has not changed his goddamn ring attire since nope. then. Ooh, not since he left Old Japan Pro Wrestling, no. I'm like, he's still wearing them tired old stripper pants. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was can't... like, damn it, Tai Chi. Um, um, Chelsea was telling me about it. Is it Goku? Goku. I don't know. There's a specific style of Japanese singing that he is taking off. And part of the deal is that it's kind of dated. It's a bit like hair metal. You know, and it's like, it's like the Western audience. So this is a bit 
like that, you know, he's, he's supposed to be a bit of a, a loser if in that particular sense. So I can understand it. But I mean, you yeah. Mean his, I, his karaoke? Yeah, his, his karaoke style singing is just supposed to be, it's supposed to be annoying. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, oh, I just watching Tai Chi get the I mean, in the sense of like, you know, let's be honest here. In <laughs> of like his ability to achieve being a bit rubbish um, and being annoying, he's done really well. And let's be honest, he has tried an awful lot harder this year than he has done in previous years because he actually got a push. Um, but yeah, he's still, you know, terrible he to watch. Actually got, he actually got pushed. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, it, I, can't, I can't deny the fact he grabbed his opportunity with both hands and ran as far as he could and then fell over his own shoelaces. But there you go. Jesus. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, are we going to talk about uh, New Japan of America after this by any chance? Or are we just going to yeah. summarize it? I'm just curious. We'll, we'll talk about the, the showdown in San Jose in after this particular card, so we can talk about it then, can't we, really? Okay. No, I just thought I'd ask, okay. for the record of everyone listening, I, I had no idea what's going on today other than it was Power Struggle. So. Oh, any, are we, um, uh, any more comments on Naito versus Taiki apart from... Nah. Nah, just that he's, no, he's a horrible human being, and I don't know what Miho sees in him, and I will agree with you when you say she, te- she teaches us that we can all do better than Tai Chi. Yes, this is true. Um, yes, that's a Bullet Club person saying that Tai Chi is a horrible human being. Moving on. It's the weak link. It's the weak link of that unit. That's all I'm saying. Every unit has one. We, we'll continue um, with that later. Yes, <laughs> Uh, Super Junior Tag League Final will be Yurifingi 3K and Suzuki Gun, El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemura. Uh, it's kind of, mm. it was great. In another sense, it's the same two teams, three is running. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the trouble with the Junior Great Tag League established stars because you've got Rapingi 3K, but they've been dabbling with the heavyweight team for some form. And mm-hmm. yeah, PLP and Taiji Shimori are great, don't get me wrong, and so are uh, Yashinubi Kanemura and El Desperado. They're awesome too. But he's I mean, he used to have, like, you know, um, Red Dragon, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and you used to have uh, all sorts of people come in and do jobs with the title belts, and it's good. And I think that's the issue what we don't have at the minute is. A hot Gaijin team and really challenge for the belts and do all, like do all like um, Red Dragon would do in the run up to a, a tournament. So I think as much as I love Rapin 3K, as much as I love Suzuki, like development here. Uh, so I can understand what they've done. It's quite got all the problems. So we tell the story with Pink 3K. Which is very sensitive too, but it's starting to show a little bit. That's my mm-hmm. thought. I thought that, apart from useless Rob. Oh, we weren't. Don't worry. We got our justice that night after that match. So. Yeah. Anyway, what did you think of the actual? Um, let's see. Rapungi 3K, Suzuki Gun. You had El Desperado there, 14 minutes, 13 seconds. Um, Honestly, for those two teams, not the greatest review was given. I want to say Cage Match gave it, what was it, a five? Yeah. 
I mean, uh. yeah, I mean, I don't think it was as good as the first one they had. Yeah, then, yeah. Also, you bear in mind, Canon Moore is two years older. <laughs> and he's in his yes. 50s. Yeah. yeah. And but he... I didn't Sorry, think it was that. Oh, no, I was just saying I, I didn't, saying I didn't I think did. it was that horrible. Um, but, yeah, I, I, could say, I could say it was, like, mediocre. So if we're doing a scale between, like, 1 to 10, yeah, I, I would say a 5, too. Yeah. Um, show Repuggy 3K did, in my opinion, I felt like they did carry the majority of the match. Yeah. And, and that's me. And that's because, you know, I, I'm not even into Chaos or Repuggy 3K. So, you know, Show and Yo, uh, they've been doing very, very well just this past year. I, I mean, so Suzuki Gun, as much as I like Suzuki Gun, I, I knew Show and Yo were going to win it. As soon as I saw the finals, yeah, I, yeah, it's predictable because they are like obviously uh, breaking some kayfabe. Obviously, you know, they are the babyface team, and you need a babyface team against the heel team, kind of in that situation. So it's obviously it's going to win. Having mm-hmm. said that, I think Kanemaru and Desperado might have been a more interesting matchup, and I think it would have been different to see two really heelish teams go after each other. I think that'd been something different. They haven't done with that division before. Um, Desperado and Kanemura would have been baby faces by default. Interesting to see them do that. It's kind of hard to sell in a card that's so big, and you need simple narratives for a, for an audience that's kind of more general. And yeah, I could see where they're going. It makes sense. It, it, booking wise, it makes sense. But from a long term perspective, it might be a bit. Yeah, I suppose they can save that. It depends on it depends on if they win the championship, I guess. Really. But, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things we don't. It's kind of leading to mysterious book. We don't know what's going on, which is supposed to be, which is good. So that's a good thing. All right, moving on. The next match was Kenta wait, wait, wait. defeat. Hey, oh. hey, you didn't tell anyone yes. the fact that we got our trophies in Bullet Club, okay? You we got all your. We... Trophies. You stole the trophies. Hey, stole. they were well deserved, and we were just taking they... them back. They were ours stole because they were stolen. They are not stolen. They are ours. And one of them's in beautiful British Columbia and the other one's in Japan where they both rightfully belong. They both belong at in Tokyo with Sho and Yo's mums and dads who are lovely. They could be proud of their boys. That's where they can do it. Or an art exhibit that Yo has put together possibly with X. Anyway. They're, they're ours and we deserve them. Anyway, moving on. Um, never open weight title match. Kenta of Portland defeated Kamahiro Ishii of Chaos in 20 minutes and 12 seconds. <laughs> they had in London. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> oh, I should, by the way, just before I go back, Rapingi 3K. Laura Maro, uh, excellent professional wrestling writer, loves Rapingi 3K, and she really, really enjoys their work. You should go follow her for all Rapingi 3K news. She would write about them to the hell. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, Kenta and Tommy Hiroshi, 20 minutes and 12 seconds. Absolutely fantastic match. Which um, put to bed the problems of the match that they had in London and kind of sets uh, Kenta up for a match at Wrestle Kingdom with someone else. This Tommy Hiroshi has been dealt with. Ishii um, comes out of the year as one of the best wrestlers in the world. Again, arguably the best wrestler in the world this year as far as single matches performed. 
and kind of leaves empty handed, which is the story of his career. And it's kind of like he'll be happy with that because he's done his job properly and that's what he's supposed to do. Um, but mm-hmm. kind of would have been nice to see him go into Wrestle Kingdom as a championship game, defending rather than having to challenge for a belt. And, and it all looks like he's out of the championship picture again this year. So we'll have to see uh, what goes on there. Unless he, ha- him, unless he has a really good world, uh, tag league, which we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on this particular match, Buck? Well, I knew Brother Kinta was going to pull off the win. I did. And it was obvious. And, you know, um, probably one of the best matches of the night, I would say. If not the say, best match. I would say the best match. Uh, Osprey and Bushy was very good. We'll talk about that in a minute. And so was Goto and White. But I think this was the... This stole the show. For me. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, let's see. Because there was an interesting dynamic. Kenta was constantly trolling Ishii. Um... But yeah, no, I I mean, I pretty much knew he was going to. Let's see. I think if there's anything particular I wanted to point out. Um, it, it, it did have a realistic feel to it, and I really enjoyed that. It, it was a very believable match as far as um, nothing was really predictable, in my opinion, in a moveset. No, it was really Street Fighter oriented. It was real... It reminded me a lot of those big Noah matches in the 2000s and like Kobe mm-hmm. those kind of matches. Obviously, where these guys come from, they're both King's Road style wrestlers. Ishii oh. is a product of uh, Tenru and of uh, Ricky Chosen. Obviously, are both King's Road style style wrestlers. Chosen not King's Road style, but they understood it. But they knew the kind of booking style they wanted to get across and. It was a different tradition, and you see why Kenta doesn't necessarily isn't gotten by New Japan fans, and why he's kind of had to come up with this character is because he isn't the same style as the rest of the guys on the roster. He's in fact the bastion of the opposite style. It's like I don't know. I guess it's like the first day Babe Ruth turned up in the New York Yankees dressing room after playing for the Red Sox. You know, okay. it's the you shouldn't be here kind of deal and that's kind of like the effect it has on Japanese fans and you know this was a really good match to show why it doesn't necessarily click with Japanese fans um, yeah no, I agree with you very traditional style of wrestling very traditional Noah and it's I'm very glad you brought up that point and as far as Noah um, let, we should just announce it right now no, uh, December or holiday issue will be about Noah so at Indie Empire December holidays noah yes and and we have a lot of new contributors that are very close with noah as a promotion and we're we're really hoping to lock down you know a very special interview maybe two this issue and we're working on those right now so yeah james is excited i'm excited we're all excited very much so um and there will be a piece on the birth of noah written by yours truly um which um We'll talk about the politics of the King's Road uh, in the mid-1990s and how Masura Misawa, Kenta Kobayashi, and uh, Kiriteyu decided it was time to move on. And yeah. uh, it's a very heart-rendering story. And yeah, it's a, very fantastic. Very fantastic uh, piece of history, and I, I'm very happy that we will actually be printing it. Um, I didn't know what we were going to do for the holiday issue, and I just one day I told James, I was like, let's do something for Noah. Because we, um, we need to highlight what they're doing because they are doing a lot of fantastic things over there. And I know 
the Western audience hasn't had an opportunity to see it or keep up with it because there's just so much wrestling. But yeah. at least let's try to st- um, try to tell their story in one issue. And well, I, would, I would just put interrupt there. But if you do want to watch some wrestling and you haven't got much money, go look at their YouTube channel because they do put free matches up. In fact, they put entire free cards up. So go look and see what we're doing. They're doing good stuff. Yeah, and they have been putting up a lot of the live shows, the recent ones. Um, they are a day or two behind as far as when they air, but it's really current. And, yeah. and they still draw in a very large audience for, you know, maybe lack of, you know, Western understanding. But, yeah. you know, I just want to give people the opportunity to take a look. There's a lot of Taiji's old matches there. There's a lot of Kent's old matches there. Um, very good stuff. So I, I'm just happy that I felt it was time that we at least tried to summarize or tell their story. Yeah, definitely. Right then, the next matchup was, uh, oh yes, Will Ospreay defeating Bushi, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. Bushi had kind of taken own hands. He had no tag, tag, tag league, junior heavyweight tag league, kind of going nowhere. Hasn't had a title shot in a while, so he's afraid to get a shot. The champion is to jump the champion, and he did. Mm-hmm. Very successfully, because got champion and decided to defend the title against Bushy. And they had a very good matchup. 16 20 seconds. Bushy's really good. And he doesn't get the credit he deserves, because he's one of these guys who's come along in a period of time when there's a bunch of other junior heavyweights who are just better than he is, despite the mm-hmm. fact any other time period he's just like the best in the world. But guys and that's kind of time for him. <laughs> um but yeah, Bushy's awesome and the fact was very different kind of junior heavyweight style match. Very compelling base, quite spectacular. This James? Hello, Ash. What are your thoughts okay. on what are your thoughts on Will Ospreay and Bushy? Um, let's be honest. Uh, we've seen Osprey do amazing things, extraordinary things, fantastic things. Uh, let's let's just call it what it is. You know, when you see an Osprey match, what else do you expect besides it being Osprey? Um, people highlight this as maybe the greatest match of the night or the card or the best match. I personally don't agree. I agree with you. Um, the previous match with Kenta, in my opinion, was more of a highlight only because you and I are more traditionalist and we know the history of New Japan. We know the history of Noah. We know, you know, we do know a lot of wrestling history, which, you know, you and I have recorded a show in reference to some of it. Um, mm. But uh, I, I, don't, I agree with you. I don't think Bushi gets enough credit. I thought he did really fantastic in this match. Um, I felt like this match actually highlighted a lot of the things he was capable of. Um, unfortunately, with Osprey there, I, I felt like it was a bit overshadowed. Yeah. But yeah. he did do incredibly well. I, you know, I, I to be honest, his, you know, Bushi's spots and his near falls were fantastic. They were great. But, like I said, you know, Will tends to go over the top sometimes when I feel like <laughs> he should 
calm it down a bit. Hang back. Hang back a little bit. Just, mm. I, I mean, I get it. You know, you, Jesus Christ. I, I, good luck, Will. <laughs> Come Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Good luck. Oh, yes. I, I'm, after, I'm actually going for LIJ. Okay, then after this particular matchup, there was a calm, quiet. And as Will Ospreay quite rightly pointed out, he's beaten everybody this year. As a junior heavyweight champion, there isn't anyone left in the division he hasn't beaten. And um, excuse me, we couldn't be bothered with winning that night. Right, of course. Well, you weren't challenging for the IWC junior heavyweight title. We've beaten Titan and Elton Tasmo this year. Hey, hey, hey. LP couldn't be bothered with winning that night. That's all that was. But just know he's going to come back for that belt. Right. And you just wait. You wait. You wait and see, James. And I'm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to bookmark this and make a note of when I said this because when it happens, I'm gonna be like, in your face, James, and suck at chaos, because that belt's coming back to us, and it's gonna happen soon. All right then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. It is. Anyway. Accept it. Yes. Uh. After this particular matchup, as Will quite pointed out, he's beaten everybody this year. Who else would there to be to challenge? Uh, which was just the right time for Hiroma Takahashi to announce his return to professional wrestling, and the crowd went mental. Oh, they did. They did. But, you know, I'm glad to see him back, though. I am. I am. Oh, yeah, I am. The, the crazy little sociopath uh, from Los Angeles, Mr. Hapon. Uh, let's see. I ever think Roma Takahashi might be more over than most of the heavyweights after this particular weekend. And I haven't seen any heavyweight this long in a long time. Now, Will has come out and said he thinks the junior heavyweight title should headline the January the 5th show uh, or January the 4th show at Wrestle Kingdom. I would disagree just because they've been telling this story again to Bushi over for six months. And just yeah. because Hiromu is hot now doesn't mean you put him in the main event. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's I, like. I, no, we're traditionalists, so... Um, it's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not that I don't think they couldn't main event and have an absolutely fantastic 40-minute match. I think they would do. That's not the point. Mm -hmm. You put all this time and effort into doing it, and when you hot shot booking, when things go wrong, you follow the plan. You know, exactly. If you want to do the outlook, Becky Lynch is a perfect example of long-term booking, and mm. WWE get your because there's always far too much short-term booking there is but the Becky Lynch push took six months to get it worked through now I'm not saying it was perfect I don't know what hell Charlotte Flair was doing at Wrestlemania last year she did not need to be there having said that it mm -hmm. was an example of how long-term booking worked yes get those two to add on I have no doubt about that I knew he had it on the radar possibility and figured out how and it still affected and this is why William doesn't handle booking and can't rub two brain cells together. And I actually told him that publicly, <laughs> that, that he can't run, like he can't, he, it's a good thing he doesn't run booking and he can't rub two brain cells together. Um, also, we're traditionalists and I agree with you. They've been working the storyline with Ibushi and it's Coda's time. I strongly believe it's Coda's time and I'm happy to see Coda actually headline and, you know, get to, you know, just be shown as a star, just like yeah. he deserves. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's his time. 
and we do have two nights at Wrestle Kingdom. You know, I'm hoping if this continues and it's a new tradition, I'm really hoping at least one night would be maybe all junior heavyweights or the majority of it a junior heavyweight card and give yeah. the junior heavyweights their own day at Wrestle Kingdom and then just put all the never in the well, the never open weights are usually on New Year's Dash, but you get what I'm saying, and then the heavyweights yeah, on one night. Spread, spread things out a bit a little bit. Well, there is yeah. also the point that if Kota Ibushi wins the IWGP Heavyweight Championship with Tsuchi Okada, Will Ospreay has a pinfall victory over him within the calendar year, which gives him a title shot. So, you know, from a storyline point of view, push it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, once again, you know, Will can't rub two brain cells together without getting a migraine. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah. um. You know, me and Courtney, we're, we're going to Warrior Wrestling, and she's just looking so forward to seeing William. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Is it? Because they've had an ongoing Twitter feud for like four years. It'd be fine. But she well, is excited to see Rocky. You know, we, we, even though, you know, we are Bullet Club people, we still really much like Rocky. We do. I mean, I'm just speaking for being Courtney's perspective. I don't know. We Physici we actually like Rocky, so. Physician, broadcast journalist, all-round nice guy. Yeah, I don't have any issues with Rocky, other than he's always constantly talking about how Akata's his best friend. Hey, no, good for Rocky. Should probably not. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's do about, well, actually, we've got the main event to talk about, which was Jay White defending the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Um... Again, this was very, very good. Hiroki Goto looked so good. Didn't win the match. And that kind of sets up things for the future because it was a big showdown after the match between four aces of New Japan, Okada, and Naito, Jay White, and Ibushi. We'll talk about that afterwards. But the match itself was a barnstorm. And now we all knew that Goto wasn't going to win this match because it's freaking Goto. However, uh, mm -hmm. it was something really well put together and really well done. And actually, I kind of sad that Goto didn't win it because you get a rematch against Jay White at Wrestle Kingdom and that would have been a barn burner but I can see where they're going. What's your thoughts on this matchup and the, the particular position of the Intercontinental Champion? Well, I'm, I'm glad to see that that belt's with us. Jay, Jay's a fantastic man. He's a great man. And he's a fantastic leader. And as far as Goto, he didn't have a chance. I'm telling you, he didn't. So there's that. And he's just jealous. Let's face it. He's just jealous because look at all the accomplishments Jay has done. Look at it. And look at what he's done. Recently. Um, recently. <laughs> recently. <laughs> Hang on a second. Like, Goto's a five-time never openweight champion, two-time intercontinental champion. Never openweight champion. Okay. Uh, won, won the Jay Cup. Won the G1 which Jay hasn't done. The only thing that Jay's done that... that Jay's going to be a, a triple crown champion. He's going to be a, you know, triple crown champion. Goto's just jealous of that. He's a triple he crown champion. Yeah, he's a triple crown champion, and uh, he's going to be Jay two belts. Jay two belts. He's going to have two belts. Oh, I, we, we established that it's like you're the only person allowed to have two belts is Zaki two belts. Was he Zaki two belts? Why, why do you have to bring up Zach? We're not talking about Zach right now. No, but Speak. he was a Trevor Wilby, Zachy Two Belt. 
Yes, that is true. But speaking of Zach, say, speaking of Zach, uh, this coming issue, all hell yes. saberism. Yes, indeed. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it will be an interesting uh, edition of your uh, in the Empire magazine this month. Yeah, um, it's it's very interesting. Uh, we're going through a lot of changes. You can ask James. I just did it overnight, and I'm pretty sure he's shocked. <laughs> Yes, it's going to be awesome. You are it's really going to. Anyway, yeah. back to the, uh, really White, Goto, White and Goto was a bit of a corker. What are your thoughts on it as a match? Um, it was, let's see. I honestly preferred the kids to match over this. Um, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was horrible. Um, good storytelling. I'm glad to see Goto um, was there. I know some people probably said it was the worst match. I disagree. It was definitely not the worst match. And let's, you know, Jay's work this year has been different. You know, it has improved greatly. It's and not necessarily improved. I would say it's evolved. And you and I have had this discussion. Yeah. I mean, Mo Chatra says he's the best bad guy in wrestling right now. And I would die. Cannot disagree with him. I mean, Jay's not a bad guy. You just don't understand it. And I know, James, that you want to come and breathe with the Switchblade. I know you secretly do. R- you really all no. secretly do. That sounds you, horrible. Just, just come over and breathe with us. Just Don't breathe play. with the Switchblade. Carry on. Um, fan- you know, it, honestly, I, I thought they really... Benefited and worked off each other very well. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I, you know, I do hope you know, Goto has something coming up in the future because you know he it's he does look- deserve that. He does. It was looking like a Kent to shape size thing in his future. I feel at Wrestle Kingdom. I think he's probably going to be the challenger for the Never Open Weight Championship. Yeah, um, I think so too. I, I can I feel that too. Kent- I was thinking that yeah. last night. Kenta seems to be taking on all the former champions, so we'll see how that goes. Um, after that particular match, there was a showdown between the four top contenders, which was Nato, White, uh, Ibushi, and Okada, as we said, uh, with Nato, White, and Ibushi all claiming lineage towards two championships. Okada made, quite made the point, there's only one championship that matters, and that's the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's yeah. very to tell, and I can understand why Okada feels that way, but it's Kevin... Kevin Kelly said that the next night, yeah, he cares about the Intercontinental Championship. He won't keep saying he doesn't. <laughs> so, yes, we'll see what happens there. But it was a very interesting and all-around good show. Shall we move on to San Jose quickly? Um, yeah, what are we going to do? Summarize it? Talk about it? Exactly. Yeah, we'll a little bit, because uh, there was some good stuff on the show, and it's nice to see the business they're doing in the States. They're not making the big force like when they went to Long Beach. This was a 2,000-seater at the San Jose Civic. It was kind of a small show, but it was a big audience. Like the, I, They're kind of doing stuff without access TV on the West Coast now, which is interesting. They're just kind of like going, and this, it's no longer special. They're just kind of going, yeah, this is a house show. This is our circuit now. This is what mm-hmm. we do, which I think is really kind of a confidence builder. You don't have to go and do 10,000 at the beach pyramid every time. You can go and do a house show after that. Yeah, very, fantastic crowd. And I'm just happy to see, you know, that the Western audience, um, regardless if they're against Bullet Club, you know, because let's be honest, we're not very popular in California, and I understand that, and that's okay. 
we are probably the most hated unit there. <laughs> let's let's yeah, be honest. I think the older versions of Bullet Club were far more popular than the current version of Bullet Club Playboy, but I think that's by design. Hey, hey, we have a strong unit right now. We have fantastic members minus one person, but we do have a fantastic <laughs> unit. Who's the one person? I will not discuss it. That person highly upset me. Is it you, Jerome? No, no, I love you, Jerome. You should fantastic. All right. No, I just will not say his name because I will not put him over. But other than that, I still support the club. And and him being in the club, I will still show some type of support. But just know he's quite upset. You know, I, I am quite upset with that individual. But other than that, we're we're fantastic though. We're fantastic, we're a strong unit. We we're at what, thirteen members now? It can't be okay. Can't be delayed. How do you know this? How do you know that it, it, it could be anyone? Could... Gino, isn't it? No, I love Gino. How mm. dare you, sir? How <laughs> dare you talk about my friend, Mr. Gino Gambino, okay? How dare you even insinuate? You were the one who said this one person in Bullet Club you're not going along with. Uh, I, just, I just don't care for them. Um, I mean, we... We don't, we don't normally deal in hot press news here at the True Penny Show. But, well, we can. We like to show dissent, sow seeds of dissent <laughs> among people as no, much no. as possible. Well, it's, it's a misunderstanding. But since that person is still in Bullet Club, I will show support because I support Bullet Club. But, no, oh, it's... No, huh? No, no. <laughs> Peter? No, no. no Peter's no. a lovely woman. She's a lovely, she's a lovely individual. Oh, Alright then, we'll go to San Jose and render Reed to defeat Alex Coughlin in 7 minutes and 43 seconds. That's Coughlin, not Coughlin. He's very good, but so is Renderita. In fact, Renderita's oh. really, really good, and he's going to be awesome. I, I, I agree with you. As much as I like Alex, I, I like Ren. I, I do yeah. like Ren. Man. Yeah. He's yeah. just... His in-ring performance is incredibly smooth. It transitions very well with I mean, pretty much anyone I've seen him wrestle with, yeah. he's, he can easily adapt to any situation. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I mean, he's probably one of the young lines that I'm most impressed with, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was. It was very, very good, this matchup. Uh, next matchup was Colt Cabana and Torriano having a bit of a run out in their preparation for World Tag League. Maybe uh, <laughs> feet Aaron Sorry. <laughs> Sorry? I, I'm sorry, I was just thinking about World Tag League this morning, so go ahead and continue. Uh, they defeated Aaron Solo, making his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut, and Jushin Thunder Liger, making his last appearance in North America as a professional mm. Yeah, that's sad. That's, that's so sad. It was, but Toriano and Colt Cabana didn't embarrass the legend. They did, they did their thing as best as they possibly could, and mm -hmm. it was very entertaining. Eight minutes, fantastic match. Any thoughts? Um, no, it was fantastic. Um, I mean, it was only eight minutes, but... I mean, Colt Cabana... Sorry, Karen. Oh, no, I'll go, go right ahead. Say what you're going to say I'd about say, um, Colt. Colt Cabana is the busiest man in professional wrestling right now, as he works for three national, international promotions at the same time. Ring of Honor does a bit of work for Ref Pro. Or four. Ref Pro, Ring of Honor, NWA, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
Uh, he's not just content to do with one major national organization. He needs four to keep him alive. Well, Colt's always been like that. You know, he's always been a strong independent. Um, yeah. And I and people may disagree when I say independent describing Colt because he has agree. I think he does have agreements with all these promotions. Yeah. But in my opinion, he is an independent individual. Yes. It never signs a contract, always on a handshake. That's the way he works. Yeah, and, you know, great for Colt, you know. And I'm glad to actually see him back in New Japan. Um, yeah. It had been some time since we've seen him. And I always enjoy Colt. Like, I, you know, his presence, it's, it's, it's very different. It's very, as far as, you know, when he pops back into New Japan every so often, it, it's very fun. And it's heartwarming and it's lightning. So... That's yeah. why I always enjoy when Colt comes back because he just brings, you know, a completely different feel just for that eight minutes, 10 minutes that he does show up um, for us. Um, I'm happy that Aaron got to work with uh, Liger. So, you know, I, I felt like it was, it wasn't like a fantastic match because it was only like eight minutes. But, yeah. you know, I'm happy for those individuals participating in the match, especially it being Liger's last U.S. appearance as a professional wrestler or an in-ring competitor. So, Yeah, it was very, very good. The next match was Suzuki-Gun, Ed Lesperado and Minoru Suzuki. They defeated Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks. Carl Fredericks made the rookie error of knocking Minoru Suzuki off the ringside. And as one ringside gentleman said, he's just signed his own death warrant. Uh, <laughs> Suzuki proceeded to murder Carl Fredericks in broad daylight. And that's pretty much all it was on with that matchup. Uh, Clark Connors uh, clearly going, what the hell are you doing? On the sidelines uh, through most of this match. Um, yeah. And Carl Fredericks, your long, Young Lions Cup champion, not willing to live to see next year's Young Lions Cup. Hey, he lived. He, he updated us on, you know, all the social medias and the Twitter, you know. He, he lived. He survived. I know Carl survived. I mean, he made it publicly known. We, we were a little bit concerned, you know, me and Courtney. Yes. Because, because we like to interact with Carl every so often. We really enjoy his company on Twitter when he does socialize with us. Aww. So, yeah, you know, uh, Carl, I, I will say one thing about Carl. Just, like I said, it's very hard for me to say really anything bad about any of the young lions this year because they all have strengths but carl probably has one of the best drop kicks i've seen yeah, in a long yeah. time very picture perfect uh you know not to continue about what happened world tag league but man i really hope someone got a photo of it because it was just beautiful last night so there you go uh next special was juice robinson pjp and some hero issue they defeated L.A.J., Bushy, Evil, and Snyder in 11 minutes and 58 seconds, uh, with Bushy falling to Juice Robinson, if I remember correctly. TGP uh, yep. getting his ass handed to him for most of this match, so I quite enjoyed that. Uh, other than that, kind of did what it said on the tin. Yeah, I don't really have anything to say about that. Uh, Just that TJ. Yeah, I agree with you <laughs> about <laughs> TJP. I'm kind of over TJP being there, and... Um, you know, not not that TJP is a horrible performer for it, those that are TJP fans. He he really isn't a horrible junior heavyweight, but he's just not my cup of tea, and he's not James's cup of tea. So, it's not there's less to do with the rest of the rest of the rest of the 
best two tools lie. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's that's exactly what I mean as well. But on an anal, you know, on an analyst level, um, a professional level, um, his in-ring performance and his move set, it, it's never really the same every match. So I will say that about him. Um, it has nothing to do with his in-ring performance. So I try what? to differentiate his yeah his beliefs as a person or his actions as a person versus his in-ring performance i really do try to be fair in that aspect i mean if you look at five years ago him and sonata were in the same faction in impact wrestling sonata's a main event regular for new japan pro wrestling tjp mm-hmm. kind of sells you you guys same age but very similar kind of tells you yep Okay, moving on. Hiroki Goto, Rocky Romero, and Yo defeated Bullet Club. Jado Kenta and Taiji Shimura in 11 seconds uh, when Jado got his, got kicked, his ass kicked um, by uh, Rocky Romero, as usual. Um, I'm okay to go to, I can't remember. Anyway, 11 minutes, chaos win. That's the important thing. Anything to say about that? Um, we could have just, we could have be bothered with winning that day. Anyway. And how dare you speak? <laughs> How dare you speak of Jado that way? That way. Oh, look, I've, I've literally probably written more about Jado than any of the professional wrestling guys. I, I know. Interesting fact. We, I think we do have an article in one of our issues. Yes. Um, and, you know, Jado and Ghetto are, are one of the greatest tag teams ever, and they don't get their due. But, you know, it's, it's the Bullet Club Chaos thing because they're traitors. Anyway, moving on. No, there's some weird stuff that goes on in chaos, and you know it, and you're just afraid to talk about it. Okay, we all know there's some weird shit going on there, and that's that's the real reason. That's the real reason why they left. We all know it. You know it. There's weird stuff going on there, and expand about weird stuff. I I will not speak of these things, but you know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Those those bathtub pics. Those uh, weird, that's, naked that's woods Yano photos. I, I see you. I, I, you I see know you, that. Okada. I see you. Yano insists on everything being stripped off to as little as possible because it sells more DVD to the ladies. And you know that because Yano goes on about it all the time. Um, I see what Okada's doing. I sees it. I see it's all secretly Okada. <laughs> Guy he, likes to take a bath. What's the problem? With other men. In one Nothing tub? What, what is... Clearly, you are not uh, secure in your own sexuality. To be accused I clearly people. am. Have you not read my Twitter feed? Well, yes, of course I have. But what I'm saying How is, dare you? How dare you insinuate that I am not comfortable with my sexuality? I'm just saying that uh, Twitter well, classified it as sensitive... Twitter classified it as sensitive material, therefore, Twitter <laughs> considers it porn. <laughs> and... Is you porn? And Okada wants to be in a tub with a bunch of young guys. So there. His no, parents' it's tub. Purely DVD appearances. Mm. Anyway. That's the real reason why he's called the Rainmaker. He gets a cut out of it. <laughs> He gets a cut out of everyone's <clears throat> inappropriate image sensitive material. I sees it. Moving on to a match we can argue about some even some more. Show. Uh, challenge ELP the Rev, Rev Pro Junior Heavyweight Championship. Sorry, Undisputed British Cruiserweight Championship. We'll get it Thank right. You. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. 
we did undisputed. Win in three seconds. It was very, very good. Show going in with an injury and trying his valiant best, but not quite making it, and ELP getting help because he couldn't beat somebody who was injured. Carry on. Uh, we your thoughts? Okay, first of all, he didn't get help. We, you know, we, we just like to support each other, and which is clearly something that Chaos uh, no, doesn't I'm, understand. Stop, stop, stop. Dash asking Charlie Evans to second her in Sendai Girls is supporting each other. This is not that. This is cheating. I mean, you call it cheating. I call it winning. So, and I call it, you know, us being good brothers and good sisters and just supporting each other. That's what I call it, which is clearly something that chaos doesn't understand. And I understand, but once again, you just don't want to come and breathe with us and embrace this era. I mean, it's a fantastic era. Look, if Tanahashi and Okada buried the hatchet just to bury Jay White in his own mess, then that's a good mm. thing. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. back to the match. It was the best match of the night. The night. We can say that. It was very impressive. Uh, the near falls were great. Um, show, I will say this. I'm very glad we got to see Show in a singles competitor yep. match. So I will say that. Um, He's going to be great as a singles wrestler coming down the line, definitely. Yeah, I, I was really surprised when that was announced because um, I did see the press conference for Wrestle Kingdom. But, mm, I mean, I knew we were going to win it. I, I highly doubt that he was going to win that undisputed British Cruiserweight title, in mm. my opinion. Um, but the match setup was smooth between the two, regardless if show was had an injury. And honestly, LP really didn't need our help. Anyone's help in Bullet Club. He could have actually. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. The show had him. He had him sorted. He had him down for a three count. In fact, he had him down for an 11 count. But there was no referee. because There was no referee. Anyway, it was a good match. We'll move it was a good on. match. Best match of the we'll, night. We'll Fantastic. Yes, we'll move on to a Suzuki Gun versus Regular Army match that we don't have to argue about. Uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion Lance Archer defeated the returning <laughs> Dave, Finley in thir- Dave Finley in 13 minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> Finley <laughs> to the EBD core in the end. <laughs> Lance Archer did nearly, <laughs> nearly got himself into trouble by lifting a challenger, which is something you don't do because you take everybody seriously. Obviously not spending enough time at the snake pit. But there you go. Lance Archer wins. Dave Finley, by the way, I'd just like to point out, as a uh, half-German, half-Irishman, nice tan, sir. Because you clearly spent <laughs> time. Nice tan. You, know, you, you see what it used to look like? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Um, yeah. Um, the last thing I wrote about um, Dave was Mr. actually I'm... when you and I, we were at Still Chair. I covered yes. his injury. Yes. It's fantastic. Dave. Fantastic article. Yes. David Not to put oh. myself over. Yes. Well, you are a very good writer, man. Uh, Thank you. Nice, nice I kind of miss Dave. it. Oh, I do as well. That's why I keep writing for you guys. Because I don't write it in other places. I don't write much. But um, Anyway, Satcher uh, and Dave Finley were really, really good. Dave Finley's um, awesome at the moment. And kind of had to kind of like, take a job on this one because it's kind of like setting up the juice story for Wrestle Kingdom 
but mm-hmm. it was well worth it. And David Finley's performance was outstanding, I think. And Lance Archer is just the ultimate bad guy at the minute, and uh, a very good job for him too. Never going to be a wrestling classic, let's be honest, but yeah. it did the job. It did the job. And and Lance isn't a horrible person. I happen to communicate Lance with Lance on Twitter. He is a fantastic individual. Um, oh yeah. He just, he just released his calendar because you know. Um, is for cats. His calendar, his calendar of you know highlighting. Yes, everything. I know. I mean, but he's been spending a lot of time with the cats on Instagram. I was wondering if they featured the calendar, and maybe we should do a cats, EBD cats crossover. <laughs> EBD cats. Don't give that man any ideas. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I didn't see. I honestly didn't see Dave winning, because um, honestly, like, who's going to win against Lance right now? Um, I, I made a comment to Lance. I said, Jesus is never going to get that belt back, is he? And he said, dot, dot, dot. No. No, he isn't. Ever. <laughs> and I well, believe him. I do like what they're doing with this title. By the way, if you want to kind of like see what the prototype booking for this championship was, if you go back to the early 70s, in all Japan pro wrestling, the Destroyer was the PWF United States heavyweight champion in four times. And it was defended very much in the same way as this championship is defended yes, against international yes. competition. Um, defending against Mil Mascaris and Abdullah the Butcher and people like that. And uh, the Destroyer was one of the most over wrestlers ever. And there was actually an anniversary celebration of his passing recently. Terry Funk went to, sorry, Dory Funk Jr. was there. Uh, uh, Tatsumi Kikinani was there. Mm-hmm. Was there. All of the great stars. Because this Destroyer was a very important part of JWA wrestling in the 1960s. Biggest wrestling, most watched wrestling match of all time goes to the Destroyer. And uh, Ricky Dozan in 1962. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm very glad. Very, very happy. Good job on that plug. Very good Thank job. You. I tried to put some history then as we go. Uh, right. Then last two matches. Lazik Mrabas de Hapon, Shingo Takagi and Tetsuya Nato defeated Chase Owens and Jay White in 15 minutes and 37 seconds. A bit of a cork. Mm-hmm. sets up the story with Nato and Chase Owens. Oh, sorry, not Chase Owens. Chase Owens. Though I would love to see Nato versus Chase Owens. Singles match. I'd really like to see him go to Gaga <laughs> in the singles match. Chase was so close to putting Tetsuya Nato away with the package pile driver. It would have been awesome. I would love to have seen that because that would just blown everything out the water for Wrestle Kingdom. However, he managed to subdue the crown jewel and made Jai and Shikingo Takagi made JY watch uh, Jace Owens go down to uh, Destino. Your thoughts mm-hmm. on this match as it sets up? IWGP Continental Championship mm-hmm. The most important aspect of this match was you know, leading up with um, Naito and Jay and that's really the most important thing of this, whole, of this whole goddamn match and that's all you should be looking at during this whole match is just the progression of that storyline between those two for Wrestle Kingdom um, but yeah, you know, I mean in my opinion, as far as the pin, it could have gone either way. It really could have. Yeah, fair enough. It's, yeah. It, it was good, solid wrestling. It sets a story, and I, I really enjoyed it from that point. But the main event was something very special today. Chaos, Ricardo Velospre defeated Amazing Red and Kota Ibushi. It's 2019, people. Amazing Red is now a New Japan headliner. How awesome is this decade? I was. Great, that's great. I'm I'm happy for Red. 
I really yes. am. Good Done for him. Done with professional wrestling a couple of years ago. Will Ospreay said, hey, I want to wrestle amazing guy. And Hazel Red went, all right then. And they managed to get it together. And out of that, he got a job with New Japan Wrestling. Picks and chooses the tours he needs. Doesn't wrestle every show because he doesn't have to. New Japan will use him sparingly and at special mm-hmm. moments like this. Uh, and this worked really, really well. And watching Kazuchi Kurokada wrestle Amazing Red and him just going, TNA, bang, TNA, bang. And trying to get his own back for an Amazing Red was the uh, X Division champion. And he had to put up, put up that bloody stupid gimmick with Samoa Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just brilliant. I just love this match. It was just so much fun to watch. And Amazing Red was on another planet. Really showing yeah. off that he should have been showing off to on whole, for the whole of his career. What are yeah. your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, no, I agree. As far as when we talk about Red, uh, as far as this match that, you know, even though it's not, there's no one in Bullet Club in it. Great performers, all four of them. Fantastic. Uh, you know, I would, I was very, and not necessarily I was impressed with the matchup. I was impressed when that card was announced for this particular match, especially, you know, Western expansion. This is probably, I don't want to say this necessarily the start. It's been a slow progress with New Japan. But, you know, it it was apparent to me that Red was going to get pinned. Yeah. But either way, great performances from all four of them. Fantastic competitors. You have Okada, you got Osprey, you got Coda, and then you got Red. You add that in there. The yeah. crowd was really, I knew the crowd was going to really enjoy that match. And the crowd really was there for New Japan in general. I mean, I was just very happy and overwhelmed that this particular night, it was actually a Western show that supported all of New Japan, not just one faction, not just another faction, not a set of individuals that left. I was just happy that the crowd was genuinely there for New Japan. And yeah. I was very happy that this was the headline. I really was. Yeah, it's just a stunning kind of thing to do. I mean, there is total New Japan kind of understandable about a year of rebuilding, but they have built new stars. They've built contribution to the main event for a genuine threat to Okada, which is one very often. Everything's working in the right direction to go into wrestling. I don't see any problems with the company right now. So I think a lot of other people may do because it's just it's going back to what it was. It's Japanese talent, Japanese talent doing their main event thing, and that's really what New Japan's about, as far as I'm. Yeah, exactly. And you know, as far as you know, the live reading, uh, as far as for the show, I don't agree with it only because, to me, I thought it was a great show because, in my opinion, the crowd makes the show. Yeah. And it was nice to see Westerners support the company like New Japan. Mm. And I just thought it was very beautiful as far as them ending the show with the guy kissing the lion mark, saying that he was yeah. there for New Japan. Yeah. So all respect in that aspect. Um, the, way, the reason why people seem to think that we're having an issue is, let's call it what it is, propaganda and brainwash mindset from a certain set of individuals that left the company and that fan base, let's, let's be honest. They tend to cry about everything. They tend to complain about everything. And if we were doing, I just want to say, if we were doing so bad as a company, as a unit, we wouldn't be into Western expansion. 
we wouldn't no. be expanding our horizons to the states. I mean, we may even expand our horizons to Canada at this point, too. I mean, we've already done, we've expanded to Australia. Now we're in the U.S. I mean, we're in the U.K. I don't see um, any reason as to why people assume that New Japan is failing or suffering. Because if we were, we wouldn't have been able to make it to the, make it to the States. And that's a fact. Um, yeah. It's just... It, it frightens me about, and you and I, you know, we, you and I never talk about fan bases. We never do. No. Um, because in all actuality, we don't, it's not part of us as being analysts, journalists. It, it's not a, an important aspect. No. Our, our aspect is to go over the match results. Uh, it's to analyze the show for what it is, analyze the matches, analyze talent. That's what our job is. Yeah. Journalistic I'm, integrity. But, nice. yeah, but as far as when people believe in something that hard, thinking that, you know, a company is going to bring down all these other promotions, especially New Japan, especially like WWE, it frightens me. It really frightens me for those individuals and their mindset. Because mm. what. Because what if their beliefs actually fail? Yeah. You have, pe you have people going... And, you know, me and Courtney... A lot of people don't realize this about Courtney. She, you know, she almost completed a journalism degree. Which is why, you know, she was always great on Lioncast. She was always great on all these different podcasts. And she's, nom you know, she's nominated. She's a two-time nominee. Congratulations, you know, to her. And that's a great accomplishment, especially for her not knowing she even had a UK audience. Yeah. And, well, me and her discuss things. You know, we look at everything. We look at fan bases. We read their reactions. We read their stories. We go through every single thing. We go through Reddit. Believe it or not, we do go through everything. And the most, we, me and her had this discussion last night that it frightens us that how much people can believe in a gimmick being real. Oh, yeah. How, mu how much that they believe. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to believe in something that's strong, but when you're at the point where you're crash dieting, to, and it's clear that you're crash dieting because they're telling you to crash diet without telling you it, to go purchase more merchandise... And then yet mm. you're trying to make a point to go to every single show and you're putting yourself in credit card debt. That is the most common factor that we saw from everyone's comments. Because believe it or not, we do go through a lot of people's comments when they speak of particular shows and things like that. Because we genuinely are curious what the audience thinks and we can range from there who's getting over, who's not getting over, reasons why, and reasons why they're not, and why people disagree. But... Yeah. When it comes to a situation like that, it, it frightens me. It does. And I just hope, you know, people can see it what it is. Uh, New Japan is not suffering. I mean, we're probably one of the longest running companies. We're, we're not no, going anywhere. I think we're about right. I think the company is doing very well in the international market. It's probably slowed down on expansion, but really, it's kind of probably reached 
where it can go right now with the crew it's got and it will grow steadily which is kind of like the best way to do it because you don't make mistakes very often and you're doing low risk things like this tour was a road the san jose show and the la show was low risk because it was low cost you're not doing the big arenas you're doing smaller stuff you're not having to set it up for access tv there isn't all that delay there so yeah it works and it's kind of just expanding the house show circuit it's not special anymore we just do this all the time now and that's the very very cool kind of way going about it we're gonna have to call it a day there though thank you very much for listening Show. My name is James Troopany. You can find me at Sheriff Lone Star on Twitter. You can find the show at Troopany Show on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at the Troopany Show and Patreon, the Troopany Show. We keep free forever for everyone. Ashley, where can you find me? Um, you can find me and you at IndieEmpireMag.com. You can also find us at our new Twitter uh, because Twitter is ridiculous and we have a new handle. Um, it, it works for all the social media now. So it's IEPWZ. So that's the abbreviations for Indie Empire Pro Wrestling Zine. And uh, you can find me at L Ghost Mama. And James, anything else? Uh, Power Slam TV, Mullet Watch, use the code. Uh, we yeah. also have one for Grapple Clothing. Feel free to use it. It's Indie, I N D I E, to get a percentage off of all your Grapple goods. Yes, and you can listen to the PowerSlam TV trailer now. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on PowerSlam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Thank you very much for listening today. Next week we will be back where we'll be talking about professional wrestling in a long and convoluted manner with deep analysis like we normally do on the Troopany show because we haven't decided what show we're going to do yet. But it will happen next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know who will be on that show because we'll just talk about it and it will happen. Take care. Thank you for listening today. The Troopany show is back and we are back in your hearts and back on the podcast. Take care and we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>